0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with Locked On Wizards. Today, we have special guest, Mr. Howard Beck. Today, we are going to talk about who is in the, who is the candidates for the Washington Wizards general manager job. Bradley Bill, if he chooses to ask out, what are his destinations? And Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis, who stays, who goes, or do they both go or stay in D.C.? Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today we have special guest, Mr. Howard Beck. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing great, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm doing outstanding, sir. I appreciate you coming on. So we're going to start. As you know, Tommy Shepard, he was, uh, they decided part ways. They're, in, they're actually the only team in the NBA right now who are searching for a general manager. Now, popular names out there obviously Bob Myers from Golden State, but also a couple of names that are tied to the Washington Wizards community. Tim Conley is one of them. So in your eyes, who who should be the principal candidates and who do you see likely taking the job?
1: It's a really tough one to answer because this really goes back to ownership, right? What does Ted Leonsis want? Start there. Everything leads back to a pretty uh, basic premise. The As I understand it, and this has been kind of the understanding around the league for some time, Ted Leonsis uh, is against rebuilding and stripping down in any kind of way that would put them in the lottery uh, for multiple years. He doesn't want to risk the empty building um, or what he fears could be an empty building. And uh, along those same lines, um, he has never wanted to part with Bradley Beal. So Beal keeps getting max extensions and now now one with a no trade clause Um, and it it really hamstrings whoever is sitting in that chair as GM. And so Tommy Shepard had limits on what he could do. Ernie Grunfeld had limits on what he could do. So before we get to names, it's, it's more about what does the franchise want to do? What are they prepared to do at this moment in time? And will Ted Leonsis grant his next team president or GM the latitude to do what actually needs to be done? which is to reimagine this roster entirely because it's going nowhere. And that, that is, that should be clear to absolutely everyone. If you want to just keep treading water, making sure that you can sell a few more seats. Sure. That's fine, I guess, but it's not getting you to the play-in or the playoffs. It's not putting you in contention in the Eastern conference. They're on a road to nowhere right now, frankly, and they need to reckon with that first. So You know, we could, you know, bandy names about, but it really doesn't matter unless that person is going to get the autonomy to actually do what needs to be done from a basketball perspective. And yes, that includes having the ability to, or at least the permission to test the market for Bradley Beal. And now that said, and we'll get to the Beal stuff, even getting that, um, that, (laughs) That that permission is not necessarily going to get you anywhere because it's it's not entirely clear to me that there's much of a market for Bradley Beal given his contract and everything else. Again, we'll get to that later. So it, it starts with that because if we're talking about Bob Myers, who is a free agent, of course, or Masai Ujiri, who you know has has been tied to this franchise before, or Tim Connolly, who's got obvious ties to the franchise, and those are guys who you have to get out of their contracts, Masai and, and Tim Connolly. Those are also guys who have long track records. All three of them, including Bob Myers, of success, and have the I think the the uh, leverage and the gravitas to come in and say, "Listen, I'm 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 interested in your job. If you really want me, but um, I, I got to have full autonomy. And if you don't grant it, I'm not interested. So the door is going to shut rather quickly. I think on the biggest names, and and I'll so real quick here, quick aside. I always say this about. Um, teams hiring GMs, especially when owners have done badly with their previous uh, uh, choices on this, or, or if, if they've never like, like, it's pretty simple. First, try to steal one of the best in the league. <laughs> uh, see what it would take to pry loose Sam Presti or Masai Ujiri. Um, and like I say, Bob Myers' case, you don't even have to pry him loose. He's a, he's a free agent. Go for one of the, the the top guys who's out there. And if they're not free, if they can't do it, if they're not interested then ask them who's the next you. Who do you recommend? Um, find find somebody who's ready for that next step up, perhaps. But I think this is a teardown project, and so again, names aren't as important as what you want. If and you know, I, I think they should, they should find somebody who do a great job of tearing down and building back up. That may not be their priority. Leontis may just decide he wants another caretaker type um, to just kind of you know steer this thing through the muck.
0: Yeah, you bring up a lot of good points, and um, one, I I agree that whoever comes in, Teleansas has to give him the rope and the leeway to really take charge in that position because, you know, if you look at Tommy Shepard, I think I think the funniest thing about the Tommy Shepard situation was they actually asked a, a a company to go outside and look for a candidate, and they ended up hiring a guy that's in the building. So I think that's funny, but you know, Tommy Shepard, you know, I, I wasn't too surprised. I wanted him to succeed, obviously, but, you know, he, he was under, under Grumford for so long, so he was pretty much his protege, and he picked up a lot of his bad habits, but I totally agree. You know, they got to give him a lot of leeway, the guy coming in, because I'm I'm totally with you. If you look at this roster, especially the solid three, me me and my, me and E, we call it the solid three instead of the big three. Um, <laughs> if you look at a record together, they're 16 and 19, and, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at it, you know, they were considering paying all three, and so you got to ask yourself, right? Are you really willing to dedicate an overwhelming majority of your cap to three guys who it's proven that at their best can kind of you know maybe get the plan? And and I've said it all year long. I said it in an off season, I said it during the season that you know in the beginning of the season, if your goal is not to win a championship, you've already failed. And when they made the goal, the plan, in my humble opinion, I think that's when they it they failed because your goal should be championship. And I think that you know, for this franchise going forward. For them to get to contender status, it has to be a rebuild. And it can't be through this this solid three. Because you know, look, I mean, look at the gap situation. You know, Ted Leonson said he doesn't want to pay this luxury, but then you got Bradley Bill in the supermax. You're considering bringing back Kyle Kuzman, Chris Lapazinius. You got Daniel Gaffer in an extension. You still got the young guys, Kispert, Johnny Davis, Denny. Denny's in the contract year. He still got. I mean, I don't. I don't know. You know how you avoid the tax and still trying to bring back this core. So, you know, you bring up a lot of good points. So, um, we're gonna get into Bill real quick. Um, obviously Bradley Bill, he made a lot of comments, and he's he's dealt with a lot this season. You know, injuries, um, under underperformance, bad body language, uh, issues off the court with flipping the hat off the fans' head, and subsequent lawsuit. So, if the franchise decides to go forward with a rebuild and Bradley bill decides he doesn't want to sit through a rebuild and ask out what are your top three destinations you think he could fit into
1: well I mean I would just say this first of all um they're in a rebuild like 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 this you unless you unless you are a perennial playoff team like you're they were were 35 and 47 missed the play-in you're you're already one of the worst teams in the league so like if a rebuild simply means that they're, they're um, changing out a lot of the pieces. Okay. That, I mean, that's the technical part of the rebuild, but rebuild always implies that like um, you're, you're going to plunge yourself into losing or what they're already losing. Like, and I always say like, I don't think there's much difference between being a a 35 win team and a 25 win team. Like I granted it's, 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 it's 10 more games that were more depressing than necessary. uh, But 35 wins, 25 wins, 20 wins. You're a losing team regardless. If you're going to be bad, be bad enough to at least get good picks. Um, that's that's the pragmatic thing to do in this league. And look, some teams just don't want to do that. Uh, Leonsis is not the only one. Like the Pacers have always had a policy against uh, t- tanking and bottoming out, and they've always tried to, to tread water. Um, but the Pacers have done a really nice job over the years of, you know, you flip Paul George for Oladipo and Sabonis, and then you flip Sabonis for Tyrese Halliburton. Like they've done a nice job um drafting and making opportunistic moves on the fly pacers are in better shape than the wizards right now but they had the exact same record um but but the you know but we know what the pacers are going like we we know what their trajectory is right like that's they're in good shape right now um the wizards the only thing separating them from a rebuild is the actual decision to or or the recognition that this roster has no future and so start you know figuring out who stays and who goes um Bradley Beal's market, Bradley Beal's market. Bradley Beal making an, an insane amount of money for a guy who cannot stay healthy. And for who isn't really a true number one, he's, he's best as a number two, number three on, on a top team. And I think that's the way the league sees him. Um, he, you know, he would be really, he would be really coveted in the abstract. If you just said, would you like Bradley Beal on your roster? Most teams and especially the contending teams would say, Absolutely. The, the problem is there is a contract and it is huge and it has a no trade clause and he has health uh, issues and can't stay on the court. Um, all that said, I kicked this around with a few people around the league um, this week just to see, you know, where, where could we send him? If, if like, where it would make sense for the sake of argument, um, the Miami heat, like, all, you know, Yes, they're they're on the verge potentially as we speak of of knocking out the Bucks in the first round, but the Heat have a, a hard limit on how far they can go with a team that just doesn't have enough offensive firepower. Bradley Beal would be phenomenal there, and his def- defensive deficiencies could be offset by having you know Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo next to him. Um, could they build a, a, a deal around Tyler Hero and whatever picks they have available? I'm not even sure what the Heat's pick situation is. Like maybe. Um, but it's going to, like I said, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be really tough to get to, to Bradley Beal's number. It's going to be tough to, to get quote unquote value, but I don't think you're going to get real value for Bradley Beal because of the contract. So that makes it tough. But I like, I think Beal would be great with the heat. I, I advocated years ago. I thought, uh, a Bradley Beal, Ben Simmons swap would have been perfect for both teams back when the Sixers still had Ben Simmons. Um, the Sixers might lose James Harden if all the, the rumors of him returning to Houston, Come to fruition, uh, the Sixers are going to need a new, uh, you know, tag team partner, pick and roll partner, a new new guard to help set up and and play off of Joel Embiid. Um, you know, I guess they could just turn that over to Tyrese Maxey if they think he's ready. But Bradley Beal, again, I don't know if it makes sense or if you can pull it off trade wise. I'm not playing with the trade machine, um, but I like the idea. I still like the idea of, a, of an Embiid Beal um, combo. And then one that another uh, team executive suggested to me. Um, And granted, we are having this conversation the morning after Trey Young just had this incredible performance to extend the Hawks. But of all the you know, there's certainly plenty of discussion around the league about whether or not Atlanta will stay tied to Trey Young. Um, Is there a Beal Young (laughs) swap of sorts Um, Now that would require all kinds of other stuff, because obviously the Wizards will be getting the younger star in tray. Um, the Hawks would be taking on the massive contract of Beal, like trying to figure out all the other components and and who is giving up what, who, who, who needs to incentivize the other team. Like, again, these are just, these are, none of these are trade rumors. This is just bandying things around, like what might make sense. And look, there's a bunch of teams like Bradley Beal would be great for the Lakers or the Clippers, but neither of those teams can make a deal for him. They don't like the, all their trade, uh, assets, all their draft picks are owned by other teams. So they're not really in position to, to pull that off. Um, is there a, is there a warriors reset coming where they're, you know, where they're trying to figure out, you know, if, if they flame out, uh, against the Kings, how do we extend the Steph Curry or uh, Steph Curry era further? Um, you know, there's another one, but you know, all of these are really difficult, um, because of the need to match salaries in, in a trade and all the rules that go around that.
0: Yeah, I agree that, you know, whoever comes in is going to have their hands full just dealing with the Bradley Bill contract situation, so I definitely agree. But, you know, that the, the Trey Young swap is something that, you know, has been floated around a little bit. And, you know, look, say what you want about Trey Young. I get it. Defensively, he's a major liability. But, I mean, Bill's not really that stopper on defense either. But, you know, he's younger. And as far as clutch, you know, he is very clutch when he needs to make those shots. And so – before we move on, we're going to get into Kyle Kuzma and Christophe Bazingas and whether they have a future in D.C. or do they find greener pastures elsewhere. But before we move on, today's episode is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Now, player of the week to me is Russell Westbrook of the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, how do I compare him to the Nissan Aria? Well, he's electric, brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful, delivers on duality a combination of fierceness and elegance beautiful but strong the perfect suv crossover the 2023 nissan aria packs a you to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle the all-new the all-electric 2023 nissan aria the electric vehicle for people who love to drive shop now at NissanYose.com. and today's episode is, is also brought to you by better help getting to know yourself can be a lifetime process especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you to a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp Visit BetterHelp.com/slash locked on NBA today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com/slash locked on NBA. And thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Every day is next week. We are going to do mailbag episodes, also get into free agency and getting ready for the draft. So definitely tune in. So getting back into it, um, as you know, Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis are on player options, and there has been. Rumors and actually news that the uh, Christopher Zingas and the Wizards were, were talking about a potential extension with him declining his player option. Kyle Kuzma has been kind of cryptic about, you know, he likes D.C., but we all know that he has a life off, off the court with fashion, and he's always been linked to brighter lights, you know, New York and L.A. So um, looking at Kyle Kuzma and Christopher Zingas' contract situation, who do you see going, who do you see staying, and the person who stays – do you see them being a building block? Well, so
1: this goes back to both the, the topics that we kind of addressed earlier. Um, I mean, one, it goes back to Beal, because if you don't have Beal, and depending on who you've traded him for, if you just traded him for spare parts, you know, Kuzma and Porzingis are now complementary players to who exactly, right? You're not building around those two. Uh, Kyle Kuzma may think that you're building around him, but um, I, I don't. I don't think most of the NBA considers it that way. Um, And it goes back to ownership because if, if Ted Leonsis still looks, if he looks at, at the, uh, what'd you call them? The solid three.
0: Oh, yes, sir. The, the, the,
1: the, the the, eh, three, the okay three. um, (laughs) uh, You know, this, this is going, this, this still goes back to what Ted Leonsis thinks of this roster and of, and of, of what their uh, trajectory should be. Um, I, I think any basketball person in this league would tell you they like Kyle Kuzma, but Kyle Kuzma certainly projects a, a self image where he, he certain seems to think like the, 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 the offense should revolve around him. That's uh, can be a little dangerous thing where with, uh, if, if you're um, you think your station is a little bit higher than it should be in this league, um, but he's a talented player. He's really good. A lot of teams could really use him, um, including poten- potentially some of the teams with cap in this summer. Um, Porzingis, a really unique quantity, and uh, and really he's done a great job of getting back to a, a place health wise and and mobility wise where he can be really impact games uh, with his his shot blocking, his rim protection. Obviously, he's got the three point shooting. Um, he's you know he's a, he's a really interesting, unique player but he's not, you know, we've, we've seen now he's not going to be a, an all-star again, most likely in his career. He wasn't good enough to be a co-star to Luca. He's not good enough to anchor um, some, some piece of, of the wizard's offense. Like, so these are two interesting complimentary players who need a, need to be complementing a bigger star for them to really be effective. Um, Kuzma's option is like 13 million or something. So there's no question he's going to go to free agency. And then it's like, how much of the Wizards going to pay him just to bring him back to a team that can't get to five hundred? Porzingis has what, like a thirty-six million dollar player option or something? He's not opting out of that. Oh no. <laughs> so, um, so the Porzingis discussion is more about like, all right, once he opts in, is there a home for him? Can you can you trade him on an expiring thirty-six million? Th- I said I think it's thirty-six. Can you trade him on that? Yeah, you could probably find, you know, th- th- some team would take a flyer on him for uh, a one-year deal, um, even if it's a little higher than they would like to pay. Um, but again, what, do the, what does Wizards' ownership actually want? What will they empower the new GM to do? And if the new GM is given free reign, I think, I'm just guessing here, I would guess that they would try to keep Kuzma to at least protect the asset, don't lose him for nothing, try to sign him on a reasonable multi-year deal, um, or put him in a sign-and-trade to another team, uh assume that Porzingis is gonna pick up his option as soon as he does. Start looking around and trying to figure out if there's a place you can send him. And yeah, all along from day one, I'm I'm trying to, to find out if anybody around the league will give me value back for Bradley Beal. But again, that's just me. Ted Leonsis isn't hiring me to run his franchise.
0: Yeah, I think what highlights this whole conversation we've had, man, is that most of the moves or potential moves this franchise needs to make or could make is tied into Bradley Bill's contract. And I think that if you look at a lot of the factors of why Tommy Shepard might have been let go, you know, obviously if you look at the trades he made previous to the season, um, you know, sending uh, – getting Will Barton and Monte Morris from Denver, you know, and if you, of course, you know, kind of compare that to the needs we had as, for this team, which was what, a 3 and D wing and a bench score, you know, because we traded our best bench score to L.A. in Rio Hachimura, and then we are kind of, you know, I don't know why we're surprised why we didn't have – or we had a lack of bench scoring. But I mean, if you look at that trade sending KCP to Denver, I think that was just I, I was not a favor of that trade because you just traded your one of your best defenders and best three-point shooters away for a guard who in Monte Morris is undersized and defensively he's a liability. And yeah, his shot was starting to drop, but still he's at best a six man and he was so in Denver for a long time. Um and then looking at Will Barton, he is you know, he proven to DC that he's He didn't fit the system. He fell out of the rotation because he was so isolation heavy. So, you know, it's just, I think the writings of the wall for this franchise and I agree, but it's just, I think that's the key here is, and that's why there's a lot of frustration in this fan base because you just pretty much hinged everything on one contract. The Bradley bill contract is such a monstrosity on this franchise that you cannot really make, like you said, you can't make many moves because you've got to deal with that first. And then it's not like that's, at the you know, that's the responsibility of the GM. No, Bradley Bill ha- holds all the cars, so so you know, that's just the tragic thing about the Washington Wizards right now is that our entire present, present, and future is tied in to one contract and one guy who, like you said, and like we all know, is not a top tier guy. And really, another question is, how many guys around the league have a no trade clause? I mean, this is, this, I mean, I, don't, I believe Stephen Curry doesn't have a st- no trade clause, so
1: they're rare. They're very, they're very, very rare, very and they're rare. rare for a reason.
0: Oh, absolutely. So and I was questioning that, you know how he they gave him that so quickly in, in yeah. contract negotiations was just abysmal. But um, before we roll, on, uh, we're going to get into West Sunsell Jr. and what his future lies in the 202. But before we do, today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need the parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit. Or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors in with over 122 million parts to choose from. You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on eBay. Motors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And it seems like eBay has more vision than <laughs> what we got going on in D.C. right now about the right parts. But um, um, before we roll out, I got one more question for you. Um, it, it has to do with Weston Sell Jr. Obviously, before the news of Tommy Shepard being let go, they reassured everybody that uh, Weston Sale Jr. was coming back for year three. Now, in your eyes, how short is his rope with this franchise, and what 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 needs to happen for him to be here long term?
1: It's a great question. Um, I find it's very hard to evaluate, especially a young you know you know essentially rookie head coach. I mean, he's two years in now, but you know they they hired him to to his first NBA head coaching job. Um, you know, two off seasons ago. And, you know, back to back 35 win years um, with, you know, the shuffle of the roster that you and I have, have discussed and, you know, with some, some, some trades that haven't panned out um, some, you know, lack of player availability, young players, draft picks that haven't worked out. Like I, I just don't, it, it's really hard to evaluate. I've heard some mixed reviews from, you know, scouts uh, who've watched the wizards a lot um, mixed reviews of, of Unsell. But I mean, I, I don't know if it's a fair prism to judge him through given the lack of high-end talent and the the um the lack of continuity that they've had so you know look the the obvious thing here is gms usually want to put their stamp on a team a new gm comes in they're going to reevaluate anybody everybody everything and you know if you're not the guy who hired the coach and especially if the coach hasn't established himself as you know a keeper then you know everything's on the table and so um you know the two years in, is it, is it, you know, fair and, and totally unsurprising if a new GM comes in and decides to fire West unsel junior and, and, and bring in somebody else? I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't shock me in the, in the least. Um, but again, you know, if, if, if the franchise's main goal this is, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but if their goal is just to keep, you know, keep treading down this path of, of, you know, just built in mediocrity basically um then then the, the coach gets gets a little bit more latitude because you're saying like the, where there's no urgency to turn it around immediately let's see if 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 Unseld grows into this more or if giving him some roster stability helps him uh produce better results um you know are we going a, pa- a patient route or have we already just decided that you know it's time to blow everything up and they never blow everything up there so uh and and if anything that that's a franchise that you know whether you want to call it loyalty or complacency they stick with people a long time um, so I suspect that that uh, until we'll get more time. But again, I, we'll, let's see what the new GM, um, how, how they view this roster and and this entire operation and what kind of latitude they get to make serious changes. I mean, I think the other thing, you know, that's like kind of the the broader concern here. I don't know if it's concerned. It's the context of where they are is really uh, an additional complicating factor meaning they were just outside the play-in. so the first thing you do is well you're looking at like well do we have good enough players as is with a, a tweak here or there to really you know make a move i don't think they they are that close but even if they were you're having to leapfrog the pacers you're having to knock out uh, one of those lower teams whether it's the bulls the raptors the heat the hawks Maybe the Nets sink further if they don't make major offseason moves. But who are you passing? And meanwhile, the you know, right behind you are the Magic and the Pistons. Like the Pistons aren't right behind you. the business, they're considerably behind you. But the Pistons, I think, are a team that's ready to start back up again. Um, they get Kate Cunningham back, another high pick, possibly the number one pick. The Pistons are going to be back in business, I guess I, I would say next season. And so There's just it's very crowded in in that area of the standings where you're trying to break through to at least make the play in. Um, And I don't even think that that's that great of a goal, like starting off the season with the goal of making the play in, you know, kind of alluding back to what you said earlier. like, you've kind of already lost. I'm not saying it's championship or bust. And I'm not sure that every team should go into a season saying championship because, you know, only a handful every year really have a shot. But your goal should at least be to be a top six team, one of the guaranteed playoff spots. And I don't see that the Wizards have a, a ready path back there right now. So, you know, if that's the case, then you should sit back and say, well, everything's on the table. We're not getting there in the near future. We might as well plan this out over a two to three year span. And look, no, you, you can just see what the Oklahoma City Thunder have done, where that team made the play in just a couple of years after they started their rebuild. They've, like, they've barely been in a rebuild and they're already in great shape and well-positioned to be a playoff team next season. Like you can do this quickly. You don't have to, you know, uh, commit yourself to a multi-year lottery and, um, and, and, and be, you know, a, a 6 year style tanking team for, for years on end. You can turn it around quickly if you do it smart.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And like you said, the two best examples for me right now for small market teams who can rebuild and add that right piece at the right time you know cleveland with donovan mitchell and sacramento with Demonis sabonis or sacramento and you know cleveland there they are the examples so will the washington wizards follow suit we shall see going into this off scenes because it's sure to be a crazy one so again man hey i definitely appreciate you coming on um uh, uh, before we roll do you have anything you want to plug real quick
1: uh, no, not at the moment, but, uh, listeners, you can find me throughout the, uh, locked on pod network for the next couple of months through the playoffs. You can find, uh, any of my written work at, uh, GQ sports or GQ.com. Um, and all of my, all of my written work, um, for the last about 15, 20 years from the New York times, sports illustrated everywhere else is on my authory page, which is author with a Y on the end, uh, .com backslash Howard Beck.
0: Yes, sir. Well, again, appreciate your time today. And thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is t- On Monday, we will be doing a mailbag episode. So definitely on Twitter and on YouTube, definitely give us your best questions. And again, thank you, sir, so much for your time today. And everybody, everybody have a blessed weekend and peace.